0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to She Podcast. I am Jessica Kupferman. If you are watching or listening for the first time, that's me. This is She Podcast episode 264 with my co-host Elsie Escobar and our producer, John Jamingo. How are you guys doing today?
1: Not too Pretty bad. Good. Pretty good. Does anyone have any
0: news whatsoever about anything at all? I mean, not podcasting, mm-hmm. but like other like personal stuff.
1: Well, Easter wasn't exciting. I did oh, a drive-by it's... dinner. How? Well, because I went to my ex's house, and then because I'm not going in, because they go to work and everything, they brought dinner out. So okay. kind of we sat like six feet apart, and they talked, and I had dinner, and it was weird. It was really, very, really brave weird. Of you. Bonnie says it's a Facebook privacy thing about StreamYard. They can't see your name unless you grant them permission. Right. Right. And people, I guess people just don't know how to do it. Right. So.
2: Nor do they want – in that point, a lot of them don't want to grant permission. Right. So –
1: But see, this is a Facebook private group, so we can see them in here anyhow. This isn't going to go – this video is not going anywhere. I get it. It's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so Elsie.
2: So, yes.
1: Jessica and I figured out something today that I can't believe I didn't think of this.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Jessica has the Adobe Suite. So she has Adobe Audition. Okay. So one of the things we've always had problems with is she uses QuickTime. and So she has Adobe Audition. She can record right into Audition. And we've never used it in 264 episodes.
2: Why is that? That is so
1: kind of... Yeah, dumb. dumb. Yeah, dumb. That's dumb. Dorky.
2: It's kind of dorky. Right. It's kind of dorky.
0: You must have known that I've had it though, right?
2: No, I wouldn't have put two and two together. Because the thing is, though, just you wanted to break up with Adobe Suite so many separate times. It's true. And not one of the times that we've had a discussion about your breakup, the possible breakup with Adobe Suite, has audition ever come into the conversation. That's never part of your everyday, it's just, you know photoshop
1: right so we could use that f- to record her instead of quick time and it would be right. so much easier and so much better and we would always know that the mic is correctly picked
2: Correct. all the good stuff i am so happy
1: yes and we can also add to the track we can also add compression because jessica can really you know her voice can really use compression
2: oh so that you could do all of that pre yes of, like yes pre- um, pre-fixed Prefixed for her.
1: Right. So right now oh, I'm excited like a, cool. like a kid right before Christmas because I'm all excited because when we get off of here, we're going to make an appointment. We're going to go through this thing. I'm, I'm sure there'll be a lot of yelling and, and hollering. <laughs> Will there? <laughs> yes, probably. Mm. I noticed that um, I do have an issue when I'm trying to describe and do things when I can't see. Yeah. I, it frustrates me when I can't see the other person. It's what they're doing. It frustrates me. And I've been doing a lot of that lately for different clients and stuff as they set up to record in their home. Oh, okay. Yes. I need need to be able to calm down. I need to be able to breathe through that. I need some kind of yoga breathing technique (laughs) to center my chi. Is that it? Uh, what, is he, what do you send uh, her? Uh, uh. You send her something?
2: Yeah. We can just give you, Jess can send Isaac, I can send Maymay, May, and if oh. you can get through them, <laughs> then you'll find your Zen. You know, it's like a living, we'll just be like, here, deal with her for a bit, and then.
1: Ladies, if you, you can
2: work through that.
1: I've had four under the age of four.
2: I know, but you haven't. When was the last time?
1: Oh, well, that's true.
2: This is what I'm saying. It's like there's a difference. I'm out of, of like, practice. I know when I'm in I'm in my 60s or 70s and somebody tells me how to, you know, deal with a four or five eight-year-old I'm not I'm not going to be adept. I've been like, you know,
1: yeah, you have been out of it for a while. Been I'm over it. Yeah, yeah, it's like
2: it's forgotten. Like I don't even want to think about when they were infants. I don't I know, yeah, no.
1: <laughs> I don't really like the idea of taking my clients and comparing them to an eight-year-old child. I just – that's not the way it is. It's
2: the feeling.
1: It's oh, the feel – the tenseness in the chest and the the, yeah. the jaw tightening. Yeah, all that. I get it. The tenseness
2: in the chest. Hey, so we we have some, like, communications, let's say. Why don't we just acknowledge the folks and just to let everybody know that we are, as of now, for the past few episodes, we, uh, as in the She Podcast team, has been recording directly into the She Podcast Super Squad, which is our Patreon community, so you guys can kind of watch us record live in there. We're going to do the show as always, you know, John's going to do post-production and everything, but we do have, like, a live chat, so we have some people there. Uh, we have Bonnie and we have Miss Eileen and we have Tiffany Humfeld, who she just actually posted that she's she wore her uh, flower crown from she podcast live during during the Hardcore Mermaid show on Friday. That's amazing. That's so cool. Amazing. And then she she's asking, um, what version of Streamyard we are using, John. This question is for you.
1: Well, StreamYard, it, it is a web application, so you don't have to update it. So I don't know what version oh, it is. Oh,
2: I know what she's talking about. Tiffany, you can only record StreamYard if you're a pro client, so you have oh, to pay for that. Yes. Um, so in order for you to, to be able to record and download your files, you have to be pro. If you are not a pro, then all you can do is stream. So you have the capability to stream, I don't know how many hours for, you know, I don't think anybody needs more hours to stream, but that those are all pro functionalities. Um, One of the things that Jess and I also wanted to do was to do a double streaming, like stream to here and to the She Podcast main group or to the She Podcast page. And we can't also can't do that unless you're pro. So if you're a pro, you can I think you can um cross post to two places at once.
1: We could have done that.
2: And if we add yeah. the option of two, yeah. Yeah. If, if you're did you upgrade it?
1: I've been pro for yeah, I've been. No, pro no, no for I one. know oh. I know John is. Yeah. Was but I you, you, to? You,
2: no, I didn't. No, yeah, yeah. You can only okay. do it at the same time. Yeah, no, no basic, no base it used to be I think way back, right John, like right when Streamyard first started.
1: It was in beta. They allowed.
2: Yeah, was, they allowed for yeah, when it was in beta, that's right. They did allow for uh for recording and downloading, but once they opened it up, then that's what you pay for. Mm-hmm. They got to stay in business somehow.
1: Right. And you so, want them to be able to stay in business. I mean, it is an no, amazing correct. platform yeah. for streaming, uh, you know, I I'm telling you right now. Patrick Keller. Once they decide if they can record audio as separate in separate tracks, right? They will be a force in podcasting. I don't know if they ever get there yet, but still,
2: yeah.
1: Ooh, here's a question:
2: Did everybody shower? No, um, Patrick <coughs> Keller, I have not showered. I, I'm plan on trying. Today is Monday. Today is eve- a shower day for me, <laughs> so um, it's going to happen sometime this. Uh, I have showered after I'm morning. done with my dead My day today.
1: I have to tell you something. Now that I've shaved my head, I it doesn't dawn on me that I don't feel like I need a shower anymore. It is the weirdest thing. I guess that's the, not the, the part
0: that gets dirty. No offense.
1: I understand that, but my hair <laughs> would feel like it mean, needed to be clean. I don't clean. want to surprise you. I understand that, but there, it's I was like, you know what? Below
0: the beard that you have to worry about.
1: I definitely understand that, but for some reason, my hair would feel. Like, it needed to be washed.
0: because your hair felt greasy. Yeah, it felt
1: greasy. So that made me want to take a shower. Now that I don't have hair,
0: it really doesn't – I'm like, eh. It's interesting that you say that because not everyone's hair does that because my hair is curly. It doesn't get greasy. It gets uncurly and gnatted and dry and frizzy but not greasy. But Emily, my daughter, if she would go longer than two days, I mean, it was like her head was in slick, And you could smell – her like that she hadn't showered like you know sebum whatever your hair smelled yeah. like when you mm. haven't showered like not smell like body odor but still it was weird and kind of gross. Nate and I just have to shower so our hair can look combed and normal, but it oh, never gets normal. like that. Mm-hmm. And oh, I don't know that yours God. does either. You you have a bit of volume in your hair, Elsie. I don't know if yours gets greasy. I've never seen it greasy.
2: It does. If I don't you know shower enough, it gets how would I say it? It gets like super flat. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. That's why I put it up a lot of the time when that happens Mm -hmm. because it's... And then, you know, Hunter, one of her favorite things as of late has been doing hair. So she's been watching like YouTube tutorials and learning to do like long hair. So she sits her sister and I down and we get our hair done. And she's doing really, really well. So one of the reasons I have it up now is because she's been pulling the crap out of my hair and Putting it up and doing all kinds of weird things. And so <laughs> I'm going to shower today just to, I didn't realize how much that like took out of me.
1: i gotta tell you one other thing about the shaving of the head. I'm not crazy about the look, but I got to tell you, I love shaving my head every day. I bought one of those electric razors you it that you shave your day. head. Every day I get up and I'm doing whatever. I take that thing. I run it all over my big old bald head and I love it. <laughs>
2: wow.
1: It's so Mind. soothing. Yeah. It is
2: amazing. Oh, I like it. I almost fall asleep. Like I don't care when Hunter's doing my hair. I sit there and I'm like my my eyes almost start to go back into the back of my head cuz it's I don't know what it is, right? When people at least for me, when she's brushing it or she's even pulling it, I'm like, "Oh, that feels kind of very Awesome. <laughs> it's very relaxing. I love yeah.
1: it. I don't have the blades on it because I'm cleaning it, but it's like this little thing and you put it on the blades. It's got like three blades and you just run it all over your head. I love this That's thing. Cool. Yeah.
2: I like yeah. it. I like it. Easy upkeep. Oh my God. Oh, shall we move on to some of the things we're covering today? Maybe unless somebody else has news. Do you have news just to, to tell us about your uh, quarantine life?
0: Last week was the first time I actually felt upset about it. Right. Not easy peasy lemon squeezy. Like I had one day where I was just like, not weepy because that's not my style, but definitely very like lethargic, hopeless, angry, trapped. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah. All those things I never even thought I would, I never thought I would feel that, but we made changes, Scott. It was a lot of it had to do with the way that we were running our days, I guess. And Scott and I have worked to – like when I expressed that I was having any emotions, she's always like alarmed.
2: Right. Because he's like, oh my God, she's feeling. She's it's feeling rare, something.
0: And it is rare. So he was just like, what can we do to fix it? And I was like, well, I've got to have like separation time to work. I can't have – Isaac, the entire day. I mean, unless he's sitting next to me quiet, but like, there are, like, if, if we, we were all sitting together in the same room, trying to work, trying to homeschool him, trying to do everything, like, from sunup to sundown. And then once in a while, I'd take him for a walk. And then, but he, but if I'm around, he will constantly ask me for food, me for snacks, me to look, me to read. And right. Scott just, like, kind of allows it. And so. We made a schedule so that he is in charge of Isaac. Like I'm in charge from 10 to 1 and he's in charge from 1 to 4. And then in the morning, you know, Scott will make him breakfast. Sometimes I do, but mostly it's him and I work out. And then at 4, I usually take back over so he can start dinner or we start dinner together. Like we're trying to have some spacious hours so that we can both get stuff done. Right. That helped a lot. Trying to make a daily schedule work help helps a lot, even though I bought a whiteboard. I don't use it every day. We bought an app called it's like a family calendar agenda app that works too just mm. to make me feel a little bit more like I have control over what's going to happen. It is a complete bogus feeling because today like for example I brought down four books from him to read. I got halfway through one and he was like let me look at your phone. Right. And I don't really feel like arguing because Pre-K is half nonsense and also he can read words and write. you know I don't think his brain is turning to mush. He's very smart and creative so like If it were first grade, I would feel much more pressure. If it were fifth grade, I would feel much more pressure. But the fact is that like, you're only supposed to be able to count to 10 and know your ABCs. And he's like way past that. So not saying I'm slacking, but I'm just saying like, I don't really feel like arguing with him. He can't see his friends. If he's happy and amused, like I kind of don't care.
2: Mm. Right. Is that terrible? No, it's not terrible. I don't think. I think we view the same thing, but for all of them. I don't. Yeah. The, one of the hardest things for them to do now. It's like we've. I've been using Khan Academy, which I think is a fantastic yeah, offering. Yeah, it's amazing. And I love it's Khan an Academy. amazing, amazing thing that people are doing for that. And, um, you know, my girls are not. In a grade, like we've never really done grades with them where they're like, we're like, we're you're now in second grade, like we've never done that. We don't label them that way. And when they go to school in their school at the co-op, they do they have, you know, K through third, I think. And then fourth through, it's kind of like Little House on the Prairie. Remember when Little House on the Prairie, like everybody was in one classroom and they all kind of did the one thing. That's kind of what it's like. And the teacher teaches these lessons and everybody does what they need to do based on their grade level, whatever their educational level is. But nobody is like, you're in third grade, you're in fourth grade, you're in fifth grade. Therefore, you get these things. You just kind of work You just work. And with Khan Academy, they do have that. And then Randy's very, we need to let them know that if you're making them do, you know, first grade stuff, it doesn't mean that they're not smart. And I'm like, I know they know that. for Christ's sake. How could they not know that? I mean,
0: Isaac does this thing too, where like, he'll go back and read his baby books, but he's not worried like he's falling behind. He's just like, this is fun. Look at the furry chickie.
2: And I, and the other thing is, like, this is the only time that I've done, like, they have quizzes and all kinds of stuff. And he's concerned that they are going to, in some way, internalize them not doing well and then label themselves. Because, you know, Hunter is, is that. She's very dramatic about stuff. Yes, she is. and right. And she might hold on to this. But I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I have seen it from May because she gets frustrated when she does not get things perfect the first time she's a total competitive, crazy person. When she's at it, she'll do it. And if she doesn't get it, she'll do it again. And then when she really doesn't get it again, then she gets frustrated. The other day I looked up and I'm like, why are you crying? She's like, I haven't figured out how to do this. I'm like, well, if you don't know how to do it, you have to ask me. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. I'm right here. Just ask mom, how do you do this? (laughs) Anyway, but that's what's been going on. That's actually been really helpful. She, I mean, they, they like sit down and they do, they are really focused on it because I think they've never done anything like that before. So they're really like, oh, I want to follow this and keep going until I'm finished. That's been good. Good. But um, let's move on to, um, I kind of want to talk about this offering. One of our community members actually reached out to me, and I think that this is a really wonderful thing that she's doing. Um, this is kind of building on the conversation that we had last week about all the fun things that, or all the good things that our community is doing to kind of serve their own communities based on, you know, whatever they see that is up and then being creative and all the stuff. Um, And then, so this is from somebody who is in our community, who generally is more of a VA type of uh, person who helps people do some of the show notes and then, you know, some editing and some shows like that kind of stuff, like a production assistant slash VA for podcasters. And she comes from a third world country. Um, Please forget, uh, uh, forgive me, because I I do feel that it's the Philippines, but I may be wrong. But She was thinking about how she can help people who have been displaced from work. And at first, because of the coronavirus, and one of the things that she was thinking through this is like, well, yeah, she could actually give food or there could be a little bit of you know, money and all that kind of stuff, like all the things that pe- we people are offering lately. But she really thought, like, how is it that we can help them continually, like something that's going to continue to give, keep giving? So she created this sort of transcription service during the season that is now set at a very affordable price. And so what her company is doing is her company is training displaced workers, to transcribe podcast episodes. And so these are people who used to be employed by the hotels, by restaurants and offices that are now are deemed non-essential. And so they're essentially not making any money. I have a feeling that also the these people are also outside of the United States. So it's really about giving skills and training to people who happen to not be earning any very much money anyway, working at some of these places and now don't have any income coming in. And don't really know what to do. So, um, I'm going to provide a link in the show notes for anybody who is interested in kind of looking at this. The company is called Bear Beat Productions. Bear Beat Productions. Bear Beat. That's from Bear. that's from The Office. There's
0: oh, just okay. There's one point where there's just one point where Jim is mimicking Dwight. And he dresses up like Dwight and he sits down in the chair next to him and he starts talking like Dwight. And he goes – then at the end of it, he goes, Bears, Beats, Battlestar Galactica. Oh, really? And Dwight goes, what are you doing? Identification
2: theft is a crime. (laughs) Anyway. How do you even remember all these things? You don't
0: want to know. Do you? Do you want to know? You don't.
2: All right. So, um, but anyway, I just thought this was a really wonderful thing that she's doing, particularly for podcasters. So, if you've been trying to or looking for a podcast transri- transcription service, um, they are offering some very reasonable and affordable prices. And at the same time, they are also um, serving to provide income to people who have been displaced during this time. And so, I think that that's a gift that keeps on giving. Indeed. Yay. I love it. Oh my god. Indeed, indeed. Another good thing though, I have to share this and then this is from um lo- it's a local thing. It's called Masks of Love. And it, you can find at masksoflove.org. And so these are masks that are being made to serve Western Northern, uh, North Carolina. Um they are told this is a, a complete nonprofit that just popped up and if you live around this area, like Western North Carolina, this is a company that is making masks for for the everybody. And it's being um, basically not crowdfunded, but people who are making these masks are also donating their time, volunteers, materials, Getting everything together, shipping it all out. Um, this just began. They also have an um, an Instagram account where you can start to see the pictures of this. I also feel that this is a, a wonderful thing. I bought our masks from there because I when Randy told me he's like, you need to get masks for the family. I was like, oh god, okay. <laughs> and so I said, well, can I get something local? And he's like, just buy something from Etsy right now because you know he just wanted me to order something from Etsy. And, and I just did a quick search for like just local masks being made. And I bumped up against this and I'm like, this is the perfect thing to really awesome. So I bought masks for us and I donated also to them um, to continue to make masks because they're essentially, you know, if you don't have money to buy masks, you can just tell them because everything's on a donation office. Uh-uh. Whatever. So it's really, really great. So, those things, guys, if anybody that's listening right now lives around or near Western North Carolina, You know, you can either donate, you can donate your time, money, you can donate supplies, you can also order from there if you live near, because they are very specific about the fact that they're serving this local community. It's not United States-wide. And if you do live outside of this area, they also provide links to other places, other counties that are creating masks locally so that you can also benefit uh, the local community that way. Are you doing it? Are you sewing? Me? Do you sew? Ah, uh, no, no. I mean, I used to, to like. Sell? I'm just wondering. I can I can sew by hand, but I don't know how to sew on a sewing machine. My grandmother taught me that. Yeah, no. I took home ec.
0: and I learned when I was twelve to do it. Until I, you know, sewed my finger. And then oh, I was done. <laughs> ow, ow,
2: ow, All right. Ow. Then. I didn't put That's the awesome. I didn't put
0: the bobbin down, and it went. And I was going like this, and it was like chunk, 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 chunk.
1: <laughs> oh like my gosh. I,
0: that just killed oh, my sewing it. career right there.
1: Oh, I can't take that. That's
0: horrible. It's a sad story. and It was disgusting.
2: Oh, that's so good. So we have a a, a comment over there about masks being in Berlin. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to call you Facebook user at this moment because it's Stephanie. no, no, no. Hold on. It's Stephanie. Yes. Okay, Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie. That's right. Okay, Stephanie. So you bought masks. She says that she bought masks in Berlin from a woman that is hand sewing them. And when she went to pick them up, she looked exhausted. I'm sure she was exhausted. The masks are lovely though. And so if you, Steph, if you want to like share your link in the comments, we will put it in the show notes. So if anybody's outside, you know, it's somewhere near Berlin, outside of the U.S., around the area of Berlin. (laughs) I don't know if we want to exhaust her more though. (laughs) <laughs> that's not good. Oh my God. That's no, not good. No, no, no.
1: I don't know if I like this. John, if you could hold up me tenderizer or something, you'd look like Thor. I don't know what that means, but.
0: That's hilarious.
2: I don't know if don't that's know.
1: true, but it's uh,
0: hilarious.
2: She's <laughs> so like, what? what? That's pretty flattering.
0: That's very Oh my flattering. gosh. That is so it's crazy. It is, truly. All right, next. Next. Are we doing
1: some news or?
0: The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. Triton Digital has released a podcast report for the top 100 podcasts by downloads. And I wanted to know what you knew about this. I do not see one show on here that isn't on a network. Right. And that makes me wonder like is that because they only got the information from networks or is there another reason for that? Because I see that like NPR News is first and My Favorite Murder is second and then the Ben Shapiro show who I've never heard of. up first, Stateline NBC. Well, you've never heard of Ben you've Shapiro. You've never heard
2: of- We've talked about him on the show, Jess. Oh no, we haven't I don't remember. We haven't talked about it on the show. John and I have talked about it in the after hours. Yeah, we've never talked about it on the show.
1: He's not on a network, I would say. Well, I, I would think that he's, he, he is, well, according Westwood to One. this, he yes. is
2: on a network. I, I have a feeling that Westwood One um, support, not supports his show, but how would I say it? They are hosting his show. They're, I'm, I'm sure they're getting him his ads. You know, the ads that he has on okay. the show, like that's who's doing all of that for him because it says there Westwood one. So
1: <laughs> I didn't notice right. that. Okay. Great.
2: So there you have it. So what about um, Joe
1: Rogan? Is Joe Rogan? That's what I was wondering. Like,
0: no. why is Joe Rogan not on here? Joe Rogan is, he-
2: is not on a network. Um, he is independent. So I, I don't know that you're that's a great question. I just saw that article. And I was looking at all the PDFs because they provide all the data for Latin America, Australia, the United States. What else? And there's – is there somewhere else I just saw? I was, at first, I was confused because I'm like, how do I download all this stuff? Yeah, they have a, a list of of the top, I guess. I mean, yeah, they all look – I just don't know where they got this information.
0: That's why I put it up here because I thought, well, I mean, here's a list. If you guys want to look at all the top shows – done by i mean i think they must have they must have gotten it from the networks
2: yeah i just don't know if they that was um opt in or if they just
0: reached out and asked them individually yeah
2: i don't that's what i'm confused about because are there any on here from Acast?
1: well here's my first question because Uh if i'm going to let's say i'm going to write this story and i'm going to give you all the top download how am i getting this information where do i go to get this information Mm-hmm. Do I call Joe and say, "Hey, Joe, how many downloads do you have?"
2: I have a yeah. That's that's the. I, I here's an article from. Um, there's this is a press release from a like AP that the AP News released here. It says Triton Digital, the global technology and services provider to the digital audio and podcast industry, released today the first podcast report for the United States. Powered by their podcast metrics measurement service. The podcast report provides a ranking of the top podcast as well as the top networks in the U.S. as measured by podcast metrics. So it, it it has to go through there. And I do remember reading that it is IAB 2.0 certified, whatever these metrics are. I just don't know how they're getting in there. Yeah, Maybe I missed that stuff. You know, like I don't know where this is coming from
0: i don't know but i thought it was interesting i just thought it was an interesting thing that maybe the audience would want to look at um and then i also added a dave's article today in podcast business journal about how to keep your sanity as a podcaster was really good advice oh great so i wanted to share it i know he's been stressed out because of the quarantine but this article is actually quite helpful for example don't worry about things that are out of your control. That's a given. But the next one, what is this situation enable me to do that I normally couldn't do is really right. good advice. So for example, sports podcasters, their whole, you know, subject is out the window. However, none of the players are doing very much right now. So you could probably get a bunch of them on your show.
2: Right. Because they're looking, yeah, to continue.
0: Yeah. So it says Marcus Couch of the Chicago Bulls podcast was able to get some of the players, which he would never before be able to do because they're always too busy. Mm-hmm. So you can't control when sports comes back, but you can use it to your advantage a little bit. Also, he says your audience wants you to succeed, meaning like they're not going to care that your kids are interrupting or that, you know, you have some extenuating circumstances that like sort of ruins your audio. And so you may not want to be podcasting because you feel like you don't have the quiet that you used to have. But I think audiences understand that and expect it right now. And I think it's okay to keep going. One thing you can do is focus on things that make your show better. So, if an app's getting really popular like Spotify, you can put your show on Spotify or Google or do some stuff for it that you haven't done previously. You can also do Facebook Lives. You can do, have happy hours and have gatherings with your audience. Um And then his last note is like, think about the hardest thing you've ever done. We've all done hard things in the past. In the same way that launching a podcast is not the hard part, overcoming the virus will be seen as the easy part of this period of time. Getting the economy back on track will be much tougher. You've done hard things in the past and survived. You will survive again. And uh, just keep that in mind. I thought it was a nice, nice sentiment.
2: It's a good one because it, it, it just allows you to expand. I mean, even sometimes yes. when it comes to possibly even not necessarily podcasting related But there are times when, like for me, something that this has given me has has given me a sense of being able to provide a structure for my well-being that I didn't have before, where I can check on my, like what I'm eating better now. Like I have a lot better control over that for myself. And I also have been very, very diligent at taking walks every day. So I'm not doing it necessarily for fitness, I'm really allowing myself just to move my body. And I have set myself a a limit as to how many steps I want to take a day. And I'm I'm very, very consistent in the way that I want to hit those steps every day. And that doesn't mean that I have to go out and like run two miles. It just means I need to go outside and I need to walk. Sometimes it takes me 24 minute mile. Sometimes I'm doing a 16 minute mile, depending upon how I feel when I'm walking out. And it really, it really makes me feel good that I get a chance to do that. So that's something that I've established for myself. And I look forward to it every day. I wasn't able to do that before because we were constantly doing all, all, everything, all the stuff,
0: right? Right. (sighs) like us,
2: you know, managing so many different things at the same time. So I, I really appreciate that. That's
0: all for me. What else do we have going on? Let's see here. You
2: have a lot of like some tech stuff. Speaking from uh, just the Podcast Business Journal, you guys, if you definitely need to subscribe to that either as a newsletter or to the RSS feed inside of the blog, which is how I read the articles. And Ed reached out to me, Ed Ryan, the editor for Podcast Business Journal, like reached out to me the question about, you know, should people pay attention to the download data that we've been discussing here and what that looks like. And I did give him an answer. He did print it. And I'll have a link in the show notes here of what that article was, because it wasn't just me that was talking in there. There were uh, like a handful of us that were quoted. It's a really nice Article kind of showing you all kinds of different points of view. But I'm going to, re- I'm actually going to read to you my words of what I said in there because I told him he could edit me because, of course, I wasn't like succinct because <laughs> I'm not ever succinct. So uh, I'm going to read this to you because I do feel that it's really important, particularly for all of us to listen. And I think that this is something I want everybody to really pay attention to because mm, it makes me crazy. So this is what I said. Whenever I work with any podcaster, I make sure that they understand that podcasting is not about fast and massive. This is not the medium to get into to get immediate results. It is a medium built on habits and behavior and cultivating a culture of listening for your audience. What I would advise is to keep creating top-notch content, work on a clear strategic marketing plan, and track month-to-month episode growth for a minimum of 6 to eight, 12, to 12 months to figure out what's working trends, and goals. Given what we're going through right now, I would still offer the same advice, particularly for those that are more established podcasters. I don't believe you can look at a month's worth of data and confidently extrapolate results. People are not behaving the way they would normally behave. There are exigent circumstances. The world is having to create new habits of being in the world. It takes two months for a new behavior to become automatic, and I have the source, which is James Clear, and he's amazing. Given that, we don't, we won't have a more stable data until something in mid-May, meaning that we are still trying to figure out the heck we're doing every single day when we're creating new habits. And then people will start to find their new flow given their circumstances. I'm guessing somewhere between right around the middle of May. Stay curious about your download numbers. Be smart about where you invest your time, attention, and resources. Adapt with your eyes wide open. Trust your own gut when it comes to your audience. Podcasting is not going anywhere. It's too valuable of a medium. And I wouldn't be surprised if this unprecedented time is what fundamentally embeds podcast consumption into the mainstream. Kind of like Netflix. So that is what I have to say.
0: Right on any thoughts people agree concur
2: agree concur there we go so i'll have a link uh you guys to that entire article over at podcast business journal so that you can read other people's point of views as well sweet sweet jess do you want to talk tech now you think you want to do that now who me yeah you hey you yeah you who me who me who me let's go to some Uh, tech tips Elsie's tool tips. I know that these things are kinda of crazy and um but but you know our friends at road because they've been really amazing to us and they send us like when they have like a, a release of some kind, they always send us like their little release notes and emails and whatnot. And I just wanted to make sure that we covered some of this stuff because it's really fun. And there's a lot of people who are looking for some of these things. And and these are all absolutely new. So one of them is not specifically new. One of them is that they have a different color. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So they have this thing called the mag clip go and like the interview go, which is like a little, we talked about it way back, Jess. I I think that you'll probably remember. We just kind Are of you, talked actually? about it. It's a little square that is, I don't even know what, si- what size, how would we say it? It's a little, it's kind of like a Pokemon card. I have a Pokemon card here. So that's why I was like, it's about the size of a Pokemon card. It's very yep. small or like a small, uh how would you say it? Like a
1: You ever see those Iridella chocolate squares? It's like one inch by one inch.
2: Yeah, it's like a little square. Yes, like that. Uh Uh-huh, totally. And it's like that size. You can wear it and pin that square part to your body. And it is a wireless go mic. It's like a wireless mic with your, uh, whatever recording device you have, you can step away from it and you can record. Most people tend to want to use this with video. Now, though, there's also a little lavalier mic that you can put onto yourself as well. And it used to only be black, and now they released a white-colored version. So the outside is white. So now you have a choice of both of them. I'll put a link to a video that they have walking you through all of the really cool things about that little device so that you guys can check it out. Uh, So that is the first release that they had. And then they had this other new thing. And I don't know if you've seen this one, John.
1: Oh, I watched it all last night.
2: Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah.
1: And before you go, to that the other thing they have for the mini is they have a little stick now that you stick the mini in, and then you put a windscreen over top of it, and it's a handheld mic, so that you oh. can do the information. You can do a, an interview, like it could hold it to you, then hold it to me, then hold it to you.
2: The one that I'm going to talk about right now, the NT no,
1: the the one, the little one, the little square the Rode.
2: one. Oh, the MagClip, the little MagClip. Yeah, the MagClip. Mag clip. It like fits squ- right oh, into that's this so little cool. thing.
1: And it puts a you put a wind uh, sock over top of it, and then it, it's you just and it's long and it really I, I looked at it, I was really impressed with it, very impressed with it to be quite honest with you.
2: They do a lot of really great stuff. I've been wanting that little wireless go <laughs> for a long time now. Like I just look at it and I'm always like oh, that's so cool. But then they also release um, an actual microphone. So they have this a new NT USB mini that's why I asked you if, you if that's what you were talking about because you mentioned the other one was mini but it's the wireless go the other one this one is an actual microphone and it, it is a USB microphone it's a very interesting cool little design it is a condenser microphone so it's not dynamic but um it is small and compact and they have made it so it's like literally pl- plug and play with everything that that's necessary for you to be able to do I didn't check on the price of these things but I did I was impressed with the way that it sounded it, I was impressed with how easy it looked like to use, and I really liked the setup of it. It's like it's just nicer looking. It looks, and when it comes to aesthetics, it wins. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Wow! Because like like I mean, the that yeah, matters. ATR, well, no, because the ATR twenty one hundred and the and the Samsung Q two U are great little microphones, but they're like very, you know, they're like eh. I mean, they're cute and they work, which is really what you want. You want the microphone to work. So it doesn't matter how cute it is. Yeah. But this one is beautiful to look at. Like it's unique. It looks like a cool mic. It looks It just, I don't know. I dug it.
1: The nice thing about it is it has a magnetic uh, bottom to it. So you can oh, yeah, you yeah. can place it. About that. And, and it's very easy to uh, set up either on a desktop mic stand or a boom arm. And the other thing I like about it is the way that you can adjust it and honestly i thought this would be a great microphone for jess
2: oh really because i
1: really do think jess needs more of a condenser microphone than a dynamic microphone because because she moves back she moves she's moves around around. her voice fluctuates yes she's very hard to keep on mic as of this recording it was 114 dollars which is basically the same cost as a blue yeti
2: right Oh, if somebody wants that I would say like get this one instead. I and again talking about the design, I forgot about that magnetic thingy so like you guys when it's set up on top of a of the little I don't even know what it is, like a little mini tripod that it comes with. Do You know yes. those Maglite things that used to put – like if you had a Mac or a MacBook Air, an old school like MacBook, where it had the little pluggy thingy that was full of those little, um, those little magnets on the side that you used to be able to plug the computer into? Now it's changed to USB-C, but before it's kind of like those little magnets. So you have the microphone and you can easily put it on and off with just little magnets that sticks down. So – I just thought that was really cool. I really love it.
1: Yeah, I'd be interested in, in getting a hold of one just to play around with it. You hear that? You hear that? <laughs> be honest with you, if I got one, the first person I would try it out on is you, Jess. I think that it would be yeah, a great microphone work. for you.
0: Yeah. You hear that? Mm-hmm. Hear that. <laughs> yeah, hear that?
1: See? Oh, um, here's the other thing. You plug your headphones right into the microphone, and you can hear yourself.
2: Oh.
1: That's right, because the, the Q2U... You can plug in and hear yourself. But with the ATR2100, you plug your, into the microphone. You can't hear yourself. Hmm. You can only hear the, the person that you're interviewing or not. No, not even if, if they're talking. Let's say I was using one right now. I could hear you. I could hear Jess, but I couldn't hear myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Through the, through the has headphones. Me nuts.
2: I need to have and, it. Yeah, it
1: does drive you nuts.
2: I can't do that. The popping peas. I, I hate it when I listen afterwards and go like, oh, if I would have just moved away from the mic just a little bit, we could have fixed that. So mm-hmm. anyway,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, thank God I don't edit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, folks, I think that those are the only things that we have on the like on our list to talk about. Do you guys anybody who's watching?
1: Questions? I have one. Oh, you do? Yes uh elsie did you get a chance to upgrade your uh your roadcaster pro to the new software the new firmware
2: i have not upgraded no because of the whole connection and it's like yeah because my connection issues but but i think that i can um i don't think it should be too much of an issue for me to update but i have not thought about it no how how is it going General. I like
1: it. Uh, one of the things that I complained about that they changed was now that all the effects on the microphones, you can, as far as compression, de you can now, uh, of course, now I, I want to look at it, all the effects, which would be the compressor, the noise gate, the, the de the high-pass filter, and then the big bottom and the exciter, they're all, you can adjust them. So if I wanted to add more compression, I can add you know more more compression or less compression. The noise gate, one of the things I've noticed with people that are using the noise gate, that it's very harsh. So when someone, yeah, and when it when it stops, you hear like a little click. You can hear it click off. So I've been playing around with it, trying to, and then so then once I get that done, I can start sending it out to people. That's okay. Try to use this a little bit to soften it. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, so that is really good. And then uh now also when you go back with the um so for your mic, my my mind just went blank.
2: the, uh, the meters.
1: No, I'm, I'm sorry. The meters yeah. uh are now marked. So in other words, I can tell whether I'm at you know negative eighteen or negative twenty-four on the microphone, so you can always adjust it up and down, oh, which is really cool. nice for that too. And yeah, so it has that also I wanted to show you this. I'm gonna share my screen real quick. One of the things about the the button pad, you could never, if you were using more than one, you could never
2: know which one it work. was like you had right. to scroll through all of them,
1: right? So now yeah. you can use a smaller, theme. for those listening, he's showing a
0: screen and showing, I'm showing the, the screen. Software.
1: So on the Rodecaster Pro, it has a companion app. So now you can put the companion app. Now you can't fire them from this. But it'll show you that there's the intro music and then the, the the news you can use, the tool tips, the Weird and Wild Show of the Week.
0: Right. Pretty cool. You spelled so weird wrong. It's D I R D.
1: The weirdest thing. I was in a hurry there, thing. kiddo. Sorry. That, that's what you get out of this? Yeah. Uh, that's exactly so I don't what I'm getting I, out of it. it. Oh, my God. Isn't it weird, weird that I don't know how to spell weird? Okay.
2: Fabulous. Yeah, that's what oh. it is. Yeah.
1: All right. I, I'm telling you right now that the Rodecaster Pro has really become almost the go-to mixer for mm. anybody that is really serious about and can can afford it right to be able i mean it solves so many problems just to be able to take the take a phone call because mm-hmm. how many people are looking for you know being able to record but they're you're still using Skype or god zoom zoom is so bad ugh i understand everybody's using it but the audio you get back you get back is so hollow ugh. can't stand it and even this, it's only one track. So if somebody's, which I call the uh, internet uh, auto tune, where you get that internet auto tune, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be in the track. So, right. and you, you get away from all that with this.
2: Well, good. I'm glad that you upgraded. I should do it at some point and use it because I've been keeping it real. I'm just using my H6. It's just so much easier. I don't have to mess with it right now. It's, but it's set up. So I don't have to unset it up. But, um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well then, y'all, I think we hit everything and I don't think I see anybody else in the comments there asking any questions from us. They have been talking about all kinds of places that they can keep themselves informed about podcasting things and information. And they're mentioning all of our friends like Dave, you know, the School Podcasting, the New Media Show, The Feed, James Cridland, Mark Asquith. Evo Terra, like all of our people who are doing all the stuff. I love it. I mean, it's all All of our people. Yeah, I know. Uh, Yeah. Yay. All right, well.
0: cool. Well, thank you guys so much for listening today. Are we wrapping it up now, y'all?
2: I think we are wrapping it up.
0: Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ShePodcast. You can also find our show notes at ShePodcast.com. And if you have any... Feedback about maybe what you want us to talk about during quarantine times, or if you just want to give us a shout, you can do so at feedback at shepodcast.com. Um, and we will talk to you next time. Love you.
2: Mean it.
0: Bye.